Welcome to Career View. This is the podcast where we ask questions students want to know when it comes to pursuing a career path. I'm your host, Nirujit Shamal, and each episode, I will ask questions on behalf of students across the country, from secondary schools and universities, what they want to know when it comes to pursuing their dream job. For this episode, we'll be asking our top questions that have been submitted by students on our Career View website who are aspiring to become a physiotherapist. Now, to answer these questions today, we have 24-year-old physiotherapist Ella Burnage, who is currently working within the private hospital system, providing patients with care as they recover from major heart and lung surgeries. Now, Ella, like many people, found it very difficult in choosing only one specific career after finishing school, as she has a lot of different interests but eventually found physio as a right fit for her. So as always, let's get into it. Okay, so Ella, how's everything going? Pretty good, yeah. That's great to hear. And, you know, before we jump into our 10 questions, the first thing I want to know from you is, um, did you ever imagine being a physiotherapist? Did you ever imagine doing what you are doing today when you first, you know, started school? Um. I didn't know. I had not much idea what I wanted to do during school. I was interested in so many different things and I think the main thing I was probably interested in at school was more the creative side of things, which is not why I ended up going into. Um, So, yeah, it took a bit of figuring out definitely towards the end of school and after school to figure out where I wanted to go. That's really interesting. And I, I really want to explore that as well because um, it's you're in a very specialised field. But before we do that, let's get into our questions on the career choice of a physiotherapist. And the first question that we have here, Ella, is what does a brief day in your life uh, look like as a physio? So I work in a hospital. So I work in the medical inpatient wards. And at the moment, I'm working on a cardiothoracic ward. So in the morning, me and my team of physios, which is usually about six of us, will meet up and see who we need to see for that day throughout the hospital. And we'll basically split the patients up. Um, And then I go to my ward and we'll do a handover with the nurses, doctors, um, allied health, so social worker, OT, Um, and basically discuss all the patients on my ward and see where everyone's input is needed and um, just to hand over anything that you've noticed um, within the last 24 hours. Um, And then you just get into it, you go through your list and see all the patients you need to see on the ward. Um, And then if anybody needs help in other wards, then I'll also go to different wards and help up help out the other physios as well to um, see everyone who needs to be seen um, within the hospital. Wow. So, and and typically what do your hours look like and is that a normal during the day kind of work? I think for physio, which is one great thing about physio, is that you do have quite good hours. Um, I just have 8.30 till 4.30 usually um, and I mostly work Monday to Friday, a weekend every probably two months. So, yeah, I'm quite lucky, but not every physio job is like that. Okay. A lot of physio jobs are a bit more variable. Fair enough. Um, next question that we have for you, Ella, is how did you decide on which specialisation you wanted to focus in? That's something that I'm still figuring out. I wanted to go into hospital because I 
just thought it's a good place to start off. There's so much variety. There's so many very experienced people there to learn from. Um, and I didn't want to jump straight into a private practice job. I wasn't really that interested in the classic sports physio. Um, so, yeah, that's why I went for the hospital in rather than a private practice. Um, my job at the moment is I do a lot of chest physiotherapy. So after big heart and lung surgeries you'll make sure that um, they're basically getting air into the lungs and they're clearing what they need to clear um, and getting people up and moving after surgery so um, yeah a side of physio that I had no idea about when I first started um, my degree basically. Yeah that's so unique so why did you focus on the chest area was that a specific you just fell into that or you just found that interesting or is this right now just what you're doing at the moment? Yeah so at the moment I'm we do three month rotations through all the medical wards so I've just started on this ward a month ago Um, so yeah I think it's a good good base to have you need to know that as a hospital physio Um, I don't think it will necessarily be what I end up doing for the rest of my life, but I think it is a good thing to have knowledge about. So, yeah. Really good to know. Uh, Next question, Ellen, that we have for you is, did you struggle to land a job after completing your degree? Um, After I finished uni, I took a few months off, went on holiday um, and just had a bit of a break and then I was quite stubborn. I knew that I wanted a hospital job, which is hard to get as a new grad. Um, but I basically just only applied for hospital jobs that I wanted. And it did take a bit longer to get a job, but something ended up coming up. So I'm glad that I waited for something that was actually for me. And how did you go about applying? You just applied online or did you, was there any other additional things that you had to do? How did you find the whole interview process? Like what was the different steps to get in the hospital job and do this rotation work that you're doing right now? So if you go for a public job, um, you apply usually through Jobs WA, which has all of the advertised public hospital jobs around Perth and um, also in the country as well. Um, so the application process is quite a long one you've got to do your resume and you've got to do um, your cover letter as a usual job but you also have to do a whole lot of different questions Um, but I actually went into a private hospital first so a way shorter application process um, and it was just quite lucky that it came up one of my friends was working at a hospital nearby that was associated to my hospital and um, I applied just directly to the hospital, just sent them my cover letter and my resume and ended up getting a job that way. So, yeah, there's definitely different ways to get into the job that you want to do. I know people who've turned up and just given in their resume and got a job on the spot so all different ways it all it all varies yeah Yeah, absolutely no and i'm glad to hear that it did work out for you Uh, next next question that we have for you is um how long do you have to practically train before you can be independent in the workplace yeah i mean you being a hospital physio you'll usually have a little bit of shadowing and learning for the first few weeks but you'll basically be thrown straight in and then just asking questions when you need it, asking for help when you're not sure. Um, So I am, I mean, I was independent in the workplace probably within a month of first starting my job. Okay. Um, But you'll 
yeah, you'll just ask for help when you need if there's tricky cases come up or something that you're not sure about, which obviously will come up all the time. Um, but yeah, you kind of lead lead the way and do what you want with your patients, basically. Oh, absolutely. So very quickly, you getting the responsibilities and the roles of handling patients and being actually quite independent in terms of handling all day-to-day activities. Mm, I mean, I guess your fourth year of uni is five, five-week pracs. So you'll be in there dealing with a full ca- patient load by the end of your pracs. So you, sh- you should use that introduction to kind of learn it's like it's not like you're just going straight into the job with any without any practical experience so you've got that behind you um so yeah no really good to know uh next question Ella, that we have for you is what did you find really surprising about working in the role is there anything that really shocked you that you're like wow this is not what i imagined or expected at all um i guess the variety definitely i didn't know about so many different areas of physio i guess you usually just think of the classic sports physio that you would go to as a kid um, but I had no idea that there's physios in hospital there's um, physios in quite niche areas like women's health and vestibular I just had no clue about all those different roles um, and I think the other surprising thing that I would also found was probably the salary I think that we kind of associate physio with being a quite a highly paid job but I don't think that's always the case. Interesting I'm keen to explore that a little bit later because it's one of our questions that we come through but before we jump to that the next question that we have for you is how hands-on is the job? Um, my job is definitely very hands-on you're you're face-to-face with a patient most of your day um, and yeah that would be for my job but there are a lot of different jobs as well if you don't want to be so hands-on I know people who have realized that they'd actually don't really like that hands-on always with somebody side of their work and they've gone into different areas like um, being a tutor or a lecturer or research or um, occupational health and safety where they're doing you know work site reviews that kind of thing so there are different areas you can go into if that turns out not being for you. But I think that if you're going into physio, I would be wanting to be hands-on because that is the larger proportion of physio. Yeah, no, well understood. Uh, Next question that we have for you, Ella, is does the career role of a physio, does it have steady pay? Yeah, so as a new graduate, um, I I think I started on probably 60,000 excluding super. Um, and if you were in the public system, you'd probably be starting around 75. So it is a pretty good entry-level graduate um, salary, but I think that the jumps is just not as big as it is in other areas. So um, if you were in more of um, a business-type workplace or a consultant-type workplace or something like that, you might see those bigger jumps, but it's yeah, unless you're owning your own private practice or you're climbing up the ladder in the hospital and getting into more management, um, yeah, the pay doesn't jump up a whole heap more. So, um, yeah, I think as as a physio who's working in a hospital, you probably wouldn't be getting more than, I reckon, 110 grand if you're staying clinical. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. How does it work for you? Like, do you find that that kind of money is sufficient for, for what you want? Or are you looking down to maybe uh, doing clinical and having your own practice to even look at even a higher pay scale? Yeah, I mean, for me, I think if I was to get into the public system, I'd probably earn more. And you have those increments that you go up by. But um, if you're working for a private company or a private practice, then, of course, the business side of things is there. So especially if you're not as experienced, um, you're not going to get paid as much. Um, So, yeah, I mean, at the moment, I think if I could get into the public sector at some point and just have those steady increases I mean I would be happy with that but I know that some people would not and you can definitely go down the route of um, trying to make a bit more of a business and own your own private practice and um, a lot of private practices you'll get paid by commission as well so if you are seeing lots of patients a day then you're going to earn more so yeah there's a bit of variety between what job you go into with a physio with the pay really interesting and just last one on the pay side of things when you talked about increments over the years Mm. what does that look like what is specifically approximately do you see in both the public and private sector for a hospital Mm. what could that potential increase be over the years would you have an idea on that yeah so i think in the public sector um friends i have in the public sector who are in their third year out of uni are earning about 88 grand a year excluding super um and i think the maximum i'm estimating here but i think it would be around the 110 grand if you're still a level one physio if you go into a more senior position um, which can take years and years down the track um, then it might be a bit more than that um, but that's for the public sector private sector um it usually turns into commission-based. So when you first start start off as a new graduate physio, you'll be getting less of a proportion of um, the money that everybody's paying to come and see you. Um, But then that proportion usually increases as you become more experienced. So, yeah, I mean, I don't work in private practice, so I'm not exactly sure what that figure would be, to be honest. Fair enough. Um, Ella, last question that we have for you is... What do you find rewarding about the role and what do you really take out of it? And at the end of the day of completing your work, what is the most satisfying thing about being a physio? Um, I, I do enjoy being at work. I don't finish work usually and think I hated every minute of that day. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I mean, you are helping people. You definitely are appreciated. It's directly impacting someone. So, um yeah, it is definitely a very rewarding job and I think also working in a team, especially in, if you're in somewhere that's quite rehab-based and you're working with OTs and speech pathologists and social workers and you're all kind of going through that journey of um, a patient when they first come into hospital until they leave, um, ha- working in a team and seeing their progression is really rewarding. So, yeah, definitely one of the best things about the job. Really great to hear that, uh, Ella, and thank you so much for your honesty. And that wraps up all the questions that we have for you today. Uh, For our listeners who have more questions for Ella and that did not feature on our list, um, just visit our website, crewview.com.au. This is where you'll find Ella's profile. You can email with more questions and she can answer them over there. Um, And please don't forget to submit more questions that you may have to our young career professionals who've been there, they've done that, and can share their experiences with you. Um, Ella, probably the last thing I just wanted to ask you, you, you touched upon very early on, is that 
you didn't really know what you wanted to do. You looked at a number of different options. You were in the creative side of things. Is there anything, is there any part of you that may look at other things later on in life or are you pretty happy where you are today? Um, I think for now I'm happy. I think out of work I try to be as creative as I can. I do pottery and I try and get a bit of art in where I can. But I think, yeah, working full-time is quite tricky to fit that all in and... I mean, I guess you've got to make a choice. If I went into something more creative, I guess it was a bit more risky and I was scared that I wouldn't be able to do other things that I wanted to do in terms of travel and having enough money to do that or um, just being a bit, I guess, stressed about not having enough money to support myself. So, um, yeah, I think that physio I really enjoy and it allows me to do what I want to do. And um, who knows, maybe later on I will pursue something a bit more creative, but we will see what happens. I'm happy for now. We'll see and really happy to hear that, Ella. And thanks again for being on the show. Thank you.